Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. JT DeBolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning. Coming together to talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living a high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you exclusively by flywithjt.com. That is flywithjt.com, where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success. At least for the time being, we're going to be taking it away pretty soon. But don't worry, we're going to still be delivering great content, and it's an, an amazing way to stay connected to some truly remarkable human beings in that high-altitude community. Get over there. Be a part of what we're doing. Got a lot of cool stuff coming down the road, especially in the next several weeks and months. Lots of cool stuff to, to, uh, to learn about leadership, learn about business, learn about life, really. And it all comes together at flywithjt.com. Today I want to take a stroll down memory lane. And talk about some things that we've discussed over the past several years. You know, High Altitude Mentorship Show has been around now for going on five years. And what's interesting is we've talked about a lot of different concepts behind the, con- behind the whole conversation about high-performance uh, behavior, high-performance cultures, high-performance organizations, and more, more, probably more specifically high-performance individuals. Because if we take on that role of being a leader – if we imbue some of those qualities of being a high performer as an individual, we can influence the people around us. We, of course, have heard the old saying that you are the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with. Well, that's great, but what about what you do to that five people? What do you contribute? What's the effect that you have on them? What's the influence that you extend on those people? And what about the influence that you extend beyond those five people? If you're a leader, you likely are interfacing with more than just five people. And if you see yourself as a leader, you realize that the world is really your team. On some capacity, we can all make a positive influence, whether we're walking through the airport or we're standing in front of our team doing the presentation or leading them into battle, leading them into the, into the competition, leading them into whatever it is. I want to talk about six principles today that leaders must have to elevate not just themselves but their team. Six principles to elevate your team and yourself. And I say this is a stroll down memory lane because it's, I'm going to be kind of taking a little bit of, uh, you know, some points that I've, that I've discussed in the past about business, about life, about sports, about all different sort of avenues for leadership and give you the opportunity to plug these in as they're applicable to your life, to your career, to your business. And what I, I, why I picked these six is I, I found as I was kind of going through my notes and reflecting on my journey as a leader, I've seen where these have shown up in my own experience. I've also seen this exemplified in the great leaders that I've had the privilege to either serve under or serve with or have serve under me. The first 
principle that I see of great leadership to really elevate your team is the ability to find a problem and solve it. A lot of times we see people that kind of evade problems. They want to step left or right. They want to duck under them. (laughs) If they can, they want to jump over them. But a leader runs headstrong right at the problem. And by the way, that word problem is kind of interesting because most people see challenges as problems, but leaders see problems as challenges. What other people term a problem, a leader looks at and says, how can we fix that? What can we do to create the solution? And what's interesting about that, just that mindset shift right there can, can change the course of how you approach life, how you approach your career, how you approach your mission. Because if you make creating the solution your cause, then you throw yourself 100% into it. You are as committed as they come. All the excuses go flying out the window, and you find yourself firmly in that driver's seat. What's interesting about it is we're not talking about some ego-driven thing where we're the number one. What we're talking about is we know that we can approach any mission with a can-do attitude where we're showing up and we're saying, here, this is what we're here to accomplish. Come on, team, let me show you the way. As opposed to cracking the whip and trying to force them into the mouth of the beast, whatever that beast may be, whether it's a huge project, whether it's a sales pitch, whether it's you know, a military mission, whether it's a, a competitive sport. If we take the approach that we are problem-solving, we can help not just the team but each individual of the team. We make other people better by having that approach to solving problems, to seeking out what people call problems and seeing them as challenges, and taking it on with that competitive spirit, that belief in ourselves, that belief in our team, and that belief in our mission. The next principle to really elevate your team is instead of talking about doing it, let the actions do the talking. You hear a lot of people that will you know, sort of pass along knowledge they've learned from other folks. Sometimes it feels good to be that person that, that posts the motivational meme or shares that link of wisdom from a leader. And that's great. It's better, than the, it's better than the converse of sharing garbage, right? But instead of talking about what we're going to do, let's do what we're going to do. See, people buy into you. They buy you. They get behind your actions, not your potential. If they see the potential, it gets them excited. It gets them interested. But what's interesting is you're really going to get buy-in, whether it's from clients, whether it's from the marketplace, whether it's from your team itself, whether even if it's from your own family. You're going to get buy-in when you are a person of action. When you step up as a person of action, you demonstrate true, authentic leadership because instead of just talking, you're doing. You're walking the walk. In fact, your walk is going to be far more influential than any words you could speak. It feels much better to show results than to talk about what you're going to do. It's much more impressive to anybody, whether it's an investor, whether it's a potential partner, whether it's your team. It could be even just yourself looking yourself in the mirror. It's far more impressive to show what you have accomplished or what you are on the path to accomplishing. Here's what we've accomplished to this point. Here's the direction we're going. People buy into that. We can give them a beautiful picture of what's possible and we should. We can share our grand vision, and we should. Those are both very important aspects to leadership as well. 
But then there's a point when the talking stops and the action gets going. So it's about showing and demonstrating potential, not just talking about the potential. Next is to focus on the destination, not the airplane. I remember hearing this said very early in my entrepreneurial career. I don't recall who first told me this, but I've heard it said by several people in terms of showing people a better way. And it always revolved around coaching or it revolved around even you know the thought leader space. If you're going to help people become better versions of themselves, elevate their performance on the playing field, elevate their performance in the boardroom, elevate their performance on the battlefield, it doesn't come down to being able to, you know, talk about how great the dest- or the how great the uh, the journey there will be. Entrepreneurs spend a lot of time focused on gizmos and marketing funnels and all this stuff instead of truly getting what they need, right? If you're going to build a business, you don't need another gizmo. You don't need another website. You don't need all this other stuff. You need cash flow, so go out and make the sale. Great example of the story is Jim Cook, the CEO and founder of Samuel Adams Brewery. One of the more successful macro or micro breweries, I guess it kind of depends on how you, how you categorize Samuel Adams beer. But they're a very successful company, and it's a great story about how when he was first starting out, he went to his uncle and he said, I need $1,000 for a computer. And his uncle said, why do you need $1,000 for the computer? What's the computer going to do for you? He said, well, the computer's going to help me track my sales. And he said, well, how many sales have you made? You must have a ton of sales that you have to use a computer to track. And he says, well, I haven't made any sales yet, but when I do make those sales, I want to be prepared. And his uncle said, listen, get in your car, go to the bars and the taverns and the pubs, set up appointments, and have face-to-face conversations with people and close sales and allow those sales to fund your laptop computer. That's what I'm talking about when we talk about focusing on the destination and not the airplane. We're focused on what we're here to achieve as opposed to what's directly right in front of us right now. So often, we get wrapped around the axle with all the little details. We're trying to dot I's and cross T's, and those words don't even matter in the, with, with respect to the I's and T's. What matters is that we're moving toward an outcome. We could talk about what we're going to wear to the gym, We could talk about how sunny it is and how rainy it is and whether or not we're going to go for the run. But at the end of the day, it's about going to the gym, doing the burpees, lifting the weight, and running the the miles. That's the destination. That's what's going to get us there. When we worry about the plane, we're worried about what we're wearing, whether our iPods charge, whether we've had enough to eat. We start worrying about all the stuff, the superfluous stuff, the window dressing, as opposed to actually delivering on the promise, the promise to show up and accomplish the mission. So remember that because great leaders know that they have to focus on the destination. They keep the big picture in mind. They remember why we're here and, and not get themselves worked up or concerned with the minutiae in between. This next one is one of my favorites because I truly believe that if you're going to elevate your team and elevate yourself as a leader, this one, this one principle will do just that. Now, the other five principles I'm going to cover here are just as important, but this one right here, this one's very special, and that is to teach something. Teach something every day. We talk about making other people better. Great leaders develop other leaders. In fact, on some level, a leader has to be prepared to make themselves obsolete. It's the ultimate humility practice. To say, you know what, I'm a person fulfilling a role, but more than just a role, more than just a title, 
I'm somebody who is here to help other people become great, to become the best version of themselves. And that's what great leaders do, and they do that by teaching something. Now, it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what your level of experience is. You could be brand new. It could be day one on the job, day one in the business. You could be in the launch phase and say, well, we don't have even our first client, our first customer, our first sale, and you could still teach something. You still have enough experience in life to teach people something. And if you have that approach and that belief in yourself and that belief in your experience and the belief in your knowledge, now you have become an asset. You've become valuable to people. Business isn't easy. Entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. Competition, elevating our performance, isn't for everyone. To go from being sort of baseline mediocre to being excellent takes a ton of work. But if you can teach people something useful, you become valuable. If you can teach somebody how to up their game, even just to go one notch higher on the ladder, you've demonstrated them to them how their potential it can, be, can be realized. And that realization isn't just about saying, wow, I've got a new skill set. I've developed more muscle. It's about elevating their belief in themselves, their belief in their mission, their belief in their whole purpose on life. If you've shown them that they can actually improve themselves and grow, that's one of the greatest gifts you can give people. And I'll tell you this, if you want to elevate your, your team and elevate yourself, this is one principle as a leader every leader must have. I teach a course called Flight School to Success, and I love it because it teaches people a better way to achieve more simply by getting clear and staying focused. That's it. That's what Flight School to Success excels at. It's exceptional at that. And the whole idea behind it is, listen, if you can teach people a skill set that they can use for life, that's something they're not only going to value, but something they're going to appreciate. And they're going to appreciate you, and they're going to appreciate themselves for making that investment in themselves to take the action and go through that to to apply what they've learned from you what can you teach someone that will change their lives what can you teach someone someone that will improve their lives maybe it's not about changing their lives because nobody can really change anybody's life but themselves and we take the ego out of it we realize we can't change anybody's life that's up to them but we can help them improve their lives we can show them a better way we can give them the tools and the techniques and the strategies to get there. Next is to commit, to go all in. Even if you have to do something else to keep yourself going, to keep the lights on, so to speak, to keep the refrigerator stocked, be 100% committed to your dream, to your mission. A lot of times people say, you know what, I would love to write the book. I would love to run the triathlon. I would love to start the business, but... I've got to go to work. I've got a job. I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. Maybe someday. The challenge is, is that someday never comes. There is no such thing as someday. There's a such thing as Sunday, which comes after Saturday. But there is no someday. And the more we kick the can down the road, the longer we separate ourselves from our dream. We're not making any steady progress toward it, toward it until we commit 100% to going all in. Sometimes you got to do the stuff you don't want to do to get where you want to be. Sometimes you got to work harder than you ever imagined, be more creative than you've been in the past, put yourself in very uncomfortable situations to get the mission accomplished, but I'm telling you, it is worth it. And as a leader, we have to demonstrate that to our teams. 
They always say, hey, we get paid the big bucks. You've probably heard that term said many times about certain roles or certain people that have accomplished things. When they get themselves put in a tight situation where they have to make the tough decisions, that's why we get paid the big bucks, they say. And it's true for leaders. It doesn't matter how big your paycheck is. In fact, the paycheck is irrelevant. It's the responsibility. It's that sense of of really feeling connected to who you are and realizing that who you are is valuable. And so if you can take yourself to that next level of commitment and say, I'm going to go all in with this. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to get uncomfortable. I'm going to put myself in a position to grow. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yes, it's going to suck. Yes, there are going to be times where I doubt myself. I'm going to have perhaps even face my, you know, I'm going to have to face my fears in order to get through this. I'm going to have to arm wrestle that 800-pound gorilla in order to get to that next level. But I will do that because I'm 100% committed to it. I'm all in. And as a leader, it's one of the more important examples you can set for your team. When they see you're 100% committed, they will come in and be committed. Because I'll tell you this, very rarely will your team be more committed than the leader. Very rarely. Unless that team is a, is a set of strong individuals and they recognize a weak leader, they will surpass that person. But if you want to elevate your team and create a, a high-performance culture within the organization, you, the, you as the leader have to be 100% all in. Burn the midnight oil until you get where you want to go. Seek out, kick out everything. Uncover every rock. Look under every stone. Ask every question you think you can ask. Don't worry about the ego. Don't worry about the, 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 how, the way you look by asking questions. You don't look dumb if you, don't, if you ask questions. You look dumb if you don't and then trip and fall on your face over something you could have seen and should have seen simply by asking for help. And finally, I like companies and organizations that think outside the box. The Seattle Seahawks come to mind. Apple Computers. There's a lot of great innovative companies out there. And I think you have to think different. Just like Apple's logo or their moniker, think different. Now, I think it's interesting. It's easier to do whatever everybody else is doing. It's easy to look at the trend and say, well, we're going to go this way. Somebody's blazed the trail. Why not take advantage of that? But consider the value of differentiating yourself in your marketplace, in your processes, in your industry. Sometimes you've got to rattle the status quo to show that there is a better way, and there's always a better way. There's an old saying that there's nothing new under the sun, and there may be some truth to that, but the way you show up because you're a unique individual as a leader, if you show a better way of thinking, a better way of behaving, a better way of approaching and attacking the challenge, now you've given your team, you've given others an inspiring way, a refreshing way to go about doing the same old, same old. I remember when I flew in the U.S. Navy, one of the death sentences, the thing you never wanted to hear is, well, that's the way we've always done it. That was the sure sign of stagnation inside the leadership. It was a great way to set people up for complacency, and complacency kills in a high-performance situation like naval aviation. If we rattle the status quo, if we stop doing things the old way, now we've given ourselves an opportunity to innovate to think outside the box, maybe perhaps think more efficiently, do things with more precision, raise the bar, raise the standard, and chase that standard each and every single day. The question is not, that's the way we've always done it, but how can we do it better? It's the one-way ticket to success. How can we do it better? My friends, here's the simple fact. These six principles for elevating your team and elevating yourself 
there are probably more than six. But these six I have consolidated down, distilled down for you because if you can implement these into your daily life, into your career, into your business, you'll make a tremendous impact on the people you lead. You'll make a tremendous impact even on yourself. Make a commitment to be the best leader you can be. And if you say to yourself, JT, I'm not really in a leadership role, I challenge you to question that. I challenge you to look at that belief and ask, is that true? Because on every capacity, on some capacity, each and every single one of us is a leader if we choose to be. You may not be a, quote, natural-born leader, but few people are. The really strong leaders, the great leaders, have to work at it. They're dedicated to it. They know that they're going to make mistakes. They know that they're going to put themselves out there, and sometimes they're going to fall flat on their face. But if they find that problem and solve it, if they take the action instead of just talking about it, if they focus on the destination and not the airplane, meaning they focus on what needs to be done, not just about what could possibly happen, if they teach something, if they show up and they lead people to a better outcome, if they're 100% all in, committed, and if they think differently, think innovatively, and show a better way, they will become the great leaders they are capable of becoming. You will become the great leader that you are capable of becoming. My friends, the show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show each and every single Wednesday. Looking forward to doing it again next week. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com and download a complimentary copy of Flight Plan to Success. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you soon.